High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. It's time for Hook's Books. As always in the studio with me is the marketing manager of Dubray Books, Susan Walsh. Susan, welcome to the program Thank as you very always. Much. Thank you, George. Um, what kind of books are we doing? We are going to talk about Celebrity biographies. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I know, I know. Although, interestingly, just before you get to them, yes. I'm reading a biography of a fellow who died in 1945 at the moment. Uh, it's an old book. It's not new at all. Like, yeah. Um, it's my, one of my heroes, General George S. Patton. And I'm reading about him at the moment. Well, I mean, everybody loves a good biography. Yeah. I mean, and I think celebrity biographies do have a bit of a bad rep. Um, so who's the first are... celeb? Well, the first one I thought I had to, the first one that sprung to mind was one of those biographies that has basically will prove the test of time. Um, I'm Your Man, The Life of Leonard Cohen by Sylvie Simmons. Um, so this is a real definitive account of what it was an extraordinary life. It was published in 2012 before he passed away and is a real uh, labour of love, basically, on behalf of this journalist. But um, she does, she is a very respected journalist, so she does examine every facet of his life and you know um doesn't you know hide anything it's not a you know a completely biased view um but she does have and she did get pretty unlimited access to all his friends and family so it covers all his career from his birthplace in Montreal his um hiding away for 5 years he was he became a buddhist monk at Jeez. some stage he did, yeah. I mean, you will learn an awful lot about his life, even if you're a fan. You'll discover a lot of new right. things in this. I'm um, Your Man, The Life of Leonard Cohen by Sylvie Simmons. Now, this is written uh, like... Uh, there's autobiographies and biographies. Yeah. An autobiography is written by the person. Absolutely. And a biography is written by somebody so else. So this is a so biography. So that was a biography. A biography. What's and coming it's up probably next? probably one of the best. Yeah. All right. Coming up next? Next is an autobiography by Alan Cumming. So we briefly talked about this before, but it's such a fascinating tale. It was kind of hard not to mention it in this context. Um, it's uh, the Hollywood and um, Broadway star. He's best known for his role as Eli Gold in The Good Wife. And this is not your standard celebrity biography. Um, I mean, he's a very good writer for starters. Um, and it, uh, it's one of those books that has traversed really into to readers of fiction. Um, it was published in 2014. One of our staff recommends all the time, um, as they describe it, sad, funny, gut-wrenching, suspenseful and endearing. I mean, I've it's read a, it. This one I've read. It's a great story, yeah. Oh, it's searing because his, uh, the book, the title is Not My Father's Son. Yes. Alan Cumming, as you say, I mean, he was a great character and a good wife because the good wife was such a, uh, a favourite of mine. But um, the... the um, the book is searing his relationship with his father and yes. everything. It's incredible. So, yeah, it, it came about when in 2010 he was um, asked to appear on that show, Who Do You Think You Are?, where they're investigating the celebrities' um, heritage and all their family. So he decides to discover, try and discover the fate of his grandfather, Tommy Darling, who was shot in a, a shooting, an incident in Malay in 1951. And because of him investigating the family his father who he hadn't spoken to in 16 years he was a real violent bully who had tormented Alan and his brother for their whole childhood he got in touch and he basically made a confession he was close to death and you can imagine the title is Not My Father's Son he discovers in his 30s that 
His father wasn't his father at all. So the story goes through three parallel tales. His childhood, doing the show in 2010 and discovering what happened to his grandfather and also his current life as a celebrity. It's fascinating. Yeah, just the interesting thing on this guy. He's, hum- he's, he's gay, married, um, in, a, in a same-sex marriage. When he speaks to you, like on television, he has this really odd haircut and he has this broad Scottish accent. Yeah. Of course, when he's on The Good Wife, he's got a different haircut and, of course, he's speaking as an American. Yeah. So there's that, that contradiction even in that aspect of it. I recommend this book unreservedly. Delighted you brought it in. Very good. Number three. Open by Andre Agassi. So this is one of the most beloved biographies probably ever written um, and by one of the most beloved athletes. <laughs> um, it came out in 2009. Probably time for an update, but it sells all the time. It was one of our, when we, a couple of years ago, we did a poll amongst our staff. Uh, what was your favourite book of all time? And one of my colleagues in Kilkenny actually chose this one. Um, and it starts with, it, the very first chapter is brilliant. The first chapter is called The End. <laughs> and it's the moment he wakes up before his final match into the 2006 US Open. Um, after which he planned to retire. I mean, if he lost the tournament, lost the match or at the end of the tournament. And he's waking up and he's on the floor. It's very vivid because he's in absolute agony with his spine. Um, he's severe spinal pain. He's sleeping on the floor. Um, he's saying, who I am? Who's my wife? My kids? Where do I live? He has to kind of come back. And then he says... I play tennis for a living, even though I hate tennis. Hate it with a dark and secret passion. I always have and I always will. (laughs) Fascinating, like such a hero. I mean, he is just, and he talks about his, he goes to his whole childhood. His father basically bullied him into playing tennis, sent him off at 13 to a Florida tennis camp, which he refers to as like a prison camp. That's right. I think the fella down there is called Barbarali or Bartoli or something like that. They basically kept him for free because they said he was going to be such a star. He turned pro when he was only age 16 and totally rebelled, you know, dyed his hair, pierced his ears, wouldn't play Wimbledon originally because he thought it was the dressing in white and it was just bit pretentious <laughs> but of course they're great, great I mean that's stories. a great selection if you can you have two left I have two left I'll that. do them real fast next one is um, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey so she's this uh, uh, writer actress comedian and a producer um, best known as Liz Lemon in the brilliant 30 Rock um, and is a very very funny lady so she's basically telling her life story as it is but very tongue in cheek you know like she talks about her recurring dreams as a girl. You know, she dreamed of being a comedian on TV, but she also dreamed of being chased to the airport by her middle-aged, her middle school gym teacher. And both of these actually came true, you know. So she's a feminist, but and is very mocking on the people that she works with throughout the show and is pretty relentless. Okay, Tina so. Fey, I know very little about. That's yeah. an interesting one, Tina Fey, bossy pants. But I mean, uh, when you said Alan Cumming and Andre Agassi with me, I was sold immediately. Yeah, well, you might enjoy this. Like, I mean, she's a woman of a lot of contradictions. She's a working mother, uh, you know, so, and she always gets very irritated by people who are going, how do you manage it all? I mean, they never ask successful fathers that, but at the same time, she feels guilty for not being there for her yeah. kids. You know, and 
and her appearance, you know, she oh, she claims she's quite shy, but she stars in a TV show. So she may, she pokes a lot of fun at herself and, and a lot of the people she comes across in her and life. number five. Uh, finally, uh, Poor Me by A.A. A. Gill. Now, Poor is P-O-U-R. Yes. Right, Poor Me. So, yeah, this came back into the bestsellers, of course. It sold very well when it came out, only actually in 2015. Um, and, of course, uh, at Christmas, we all just, everybody came back and looking at it again after his most untimely death. Um, so at the beginning of the book, this is all about his his alcoholic career, if you'd want to call it. Um, he, he, he begins the very beginning of the book with a life sentence he's told he's in a, a rehab clinic he's told if he doesn't uh, stop drinking he won't live to see Christmas and he's 30 years of age and he his wife is gone his a lot of his friends he doesn't have any qualifications and he had convinced himself that drinking was the one thing he was really good at um, so Luckily, as we know, he emerged sober and he needed something to fill his time. So he began to write. Um, So he was also a severe dyslexic. So he actually had to dictate everything that he wrote. Um, So it's very, you know, A. A. Gill is known for his real sharp wit. He's quite controversial. This isn't um, a story of redemption and all the things I've learned from being an alcoholic. This is him telling it as, as what he could remember, all the... His failed marriages, his lost friends, all the insults and crazy, crazy time of an intelligent guy's life. I'm Your Man by Sylvie Simmons, which is, of course, Leonard Cohen. Then Alan Cumming from The Good Wife, I'm Not My Father's Son. Tina Fey, Bossy Pants. Andre Agassi, the title of it is Open. Uh, And finally, A.A. Gill, the late A.A. Gill. And Poor Me, P-O-U-R. It's Susan Walsh uh, from Dubray Books, of course. And all those books are up on the website, newstalk.com forward slash I know.